Hey everybody, welcome back. It's Thano, your host, back with another episode here on Never Outworked. Today we are being joined by the one and only Jordan McKinney of Property Expressions of Indianapolis. Who are they, you say? They are an amazing photography group who just kicks out some amazing work from, I mean, I mean you name it, from an entry-level home all the way up to uh, some of the McMansions that we have around here, out on Geist, you name it, there on top of everything. So we're sitting down with Jordan today to kind of talk about their entry into this market. Uh, during the pandemic, uh, they had an opportunity to uh, to put something in place. I'll, I'll let her tell you more about that. So let's dig in and chat more with Jordan. Okay, so today we are here with Jordan McKinney and I just noticed and I heard uh, that there was an engagement. Yes, I did. I got engaged yeah. over the weekend. It was great. It was um, terrifying because we went skydiving first. Okay. Um, and it happened, the proposal happened immediately afterwards, so my adrenaline was at an <laughs> all-time high. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, I can only imagine. Great. Um, so yeah, so Jordan is with uh, Property Expressions of Indianapolis, uh, who we've used a lot for our real estate photography. Um, and today, I just want to bring her on the episode of Never Outworked, and we're just going to talk a little bit about not being outworked. That's the goal of this entire podcast, is to highlight companies and people who are getting out there and creating something in the marketplace that stands out. And that aligns with who we are at Lockstep, and that's who we'd like to have alongside of us. So yeah, I just want to yeah, I just want to welcome you to the to the podcast. Yeah, appreciate and, you having me on. Yeah, so first, let's just talk about where where it started. So walk me through that. So um, property expression started back in 2018. Our company owner Randy, um, who has had a home inspection business, Cornerstone, for. God, I don't even know, 20, 30 plus years at this point. He'd probably be able to tell you better than I can. But um, he got into a pretty serious accident on a hockey rink and had a, a neck injury. Wasn't able to do inspections for uh, quite a while. But he had previously done um, photography for horses. His eldest son rode, rode horses, so he was in the horse ring taking pictures of horses jumping and all sorts of crazy stuff. So when he had his neck injury, he was looking for something he could do that was still real estate adjacent, but wasn't, obviously he couldn't himself do home inspection and started trying to learn real estate photography. Had a couple of realtors he'd been close with over the years that were willing to give him a shot and, um, you know, just kind of started practicing and getting better. And that's, that's where it started. Uh, I came on in 2020, actually during the pandemic, Randy started getting good, started getting really busy. Um, and I was unemployed during the pandemic. Um, so he, he brought me on and I, I previously was in the live entertainment industry. So I did a lot of video camera work, um, not as much still photography, but I, I knew how to frame a shot and I needed a job. <laughs> so it, it worked out great for both of us. And it, it turned out that I just, I loved it. And I, you know, can't imagine doing anything else these days. And if I recall correctly, is that where you met your now fiance? Uh, we met at Deer Creek Music Center, yeah, doing uh, doing live entertainment okay. stuff way about seven or eight years ago. Okay, so, I, thought, I thought there was a connection somewhere. Yeah, there. yep. Um, well, he now works for Cornerstone as a home inspector. That's right, so, yeah. that's right. I think <laughs> we we like a, to work together. <laughs> I think I've had him out on a couple of my inspections. Yeah, probably. Um, so one thing, 
actually, I'm going to preface this in the fact that I used to be a professional photographer. Oh, cool. I think I knew that, actually, yeah. I think we've chatted a little bit about it. I was more journalism. Okay. So I, I tried my hand in real estate photography. It was not my thing. Um, but I know lighting. Like, lighting is hugely important for all photography, all video work. Right. To me, it's the it's the essence <laughs> of a good of a good shot. Yeah. Uh, so tell me a little bit about going from live entertainment to real estate and how you've used lighting and things like that to to highlight certain aspects of houses. Sure. So yeah, I mean, you know, live entertainment. We did a lot of. Um, it was a big pendulum swing. I was either doing concerts where the lights are very planned they're very organized it's um you know bright and colorful and kind of chaotic at the same time but also very organized or business meetings where it's you know you're watching five guys on stage talk about the corn crop in indiana under the most boring lights you've ever seen for a couple hours um but but either way it's, it's very planned it's very um i didn't have to worry about the lighting a lot in entertainment production whereas uh, doing real estate, a lot of the times I walk into houses that are vacant or the homeowners are out of town. And I, the first thing that I do is go around and turn on every single light, including, you know, the, the, um, like the vent fan above the stove and yeah. the, the light in the bathroom fan and just every light that you can find as well as opening all the blinds. Getting natural light, I think is huge for real estate photography. It's, it's one of the biggest uh, things that makes a difference in, in a good picture is having it well lit. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I actually, I, I don't like using flash photography in, in my work. And I've seen a lot of people in, let's just say, all industries who they want to become a photographer mm -hmm. and they slap a big old flash right on top of the camera. Right. And it just blows out so many of the photos, yeah. harsh shadows. Mm -hmm. Um, and things like that. So I will say it's nice seeing um, the work that you've done for us. And, and actually one question I did have, it's not on my list of questions. What is the craziest and like the most exotic style house that you've ever shot? Craziest, most exotic. Uh, I mean, I've done some very cool lake houses have definitely been my favorite. Some up on Geist that are just, um, you know, that I, I personally could not dream of living in. <laughs> They're way out of my price range. But those are always super fun. I love doing the lake shoots, um, getting some, some older stuff downtown, kind of the historic north side. I've done some really cool properties there that are not your average cookie cutter builds, which you, I, I see a lot of the same floor plans time and time again, which is fine because it's fun mm -hmm. to see how different homeowners spice them up and decorate them and stuff like that. But it is cool to have something a little different from time to time. Okay, so the old historic north side. So I'm gonna preview a listing I have coming. Excellent. Um, right across from Bottle Works. Oh, okay. Um, not gonna give the exact area because it's still being renovated. Sure. Um, but down there, one of the things I had a question about from a photography standpoint, is that the location? What's the best location to start using drone photography? I mean, I think Bottleworks is absolutely close enough to downtown to get to get those drone shots in there. You can get a good view of the skyline. Um, and, and one of the things that I like to do to highlight that is we'll actually put a little marker on the house in the finished picture. So you can, even if we're really far away, 
you can't tell exactly which house is which, but we'll put a little marker on the property so you can tell exactly you know, what street it's on, what its nearest cross streets are, its general distance from downtown or Lucas Oil or whatever great attraction that it's nearby. So that way you can kind of highlight the neighborhood as well as the property's location. So it's not just, drone photography, photography is not just for like homes with a lot of acreage yeah. or things like that. It can be used in downtown urban settings. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and even, you know, if you have a not super exciting house, but it's got an extra lot nearby or something like that. We like to get the bird's eye view, look straight down at the property and then highlight um, the entire um, uh, like border of the property basically okay. and, and you know show off the space. There's all sorts of stuff you can do with the drone that a lot of people don't think about. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a spectacular home for that drone to have some added value. Okay, so I've got a drone and I, I love it. I bought it as a hobby. They're fun. In the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, I can't go see people, right. so I'm gonna get out and fly around. around. Yeah. Um, now, moving into real estate with that, I realized I need a commercial license. Yes, you do. So yeah. talk a little bit about that and what you have to go through to get that. Yeah, so um, it's a Part 107 commercial life license and you are, you are FAA commercially licensed to fly an unmanned small aircraft. Um, it's about an eight week course, which I did mine online. I know there's lots of different uh, courses that you can take or I think you can just go in and take the test a lot like you could just walk in and take your real estate exam if you wanted to you're probably not going to pass but yeah. you could um, and then similar to your real estate license you you go into a testing center take a test and uh, you know ho hopefully pass it was one of the more difficult tests I've taken you have to know a lot about uh, different altitudes and the weather and your uh, radius around airports and how close you can fly to, to certain areas and airports is the big thing, but it is a lot, it is a lot to learn. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's one thing I was like, I don't know if I want to do that because yeah. we got professionals that do that for us. Sure, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a little less work off your shoulders. Yeah, and I, I'm gonna need to quote this. I'm gonna find it online and include it in the podcast links, uh, but I know if you are not licensed and you use your drone photography for commercial purposes, mm -hmm. It's a pretty hefty fine. I think it's like 10, 10 grand. That's what I thought. I, I, I mean, thought. I'm, I'm, you know, trying to remember. Hopefully, that's correct. But yeah. I, I know it's not, it's not cheap. And in my opinion, it's, it's not it's worth not it. worth it. No, but you so, know, to each their own, I guess. Exactly. So <laughs> all of you realtors, homeowners, whoever out there, don't let your realtor take those photos unless they're licensed. But still, look at uh, Jordan and their team there Absolutely. to get that done for you guys, because. Yeah. It's not worth it in the end. No, no, it's yeah. not. <laughs> I mean, unless you have an extra 10 grand laying around, in which case, have let's, at it. let's be friends. Yeah, let's yeah. hang out. <laughs> And this is Thano coming to you for a quick content break. Just want to say thank you to listening to our podcast, Never Outworked, here with Jordan McKinney of Property Expressions of Indianapolis. Uh, check the links for all of her information, how to get in touch with them. And if you have not subscribed yet, please hit that subscribe button. If you like this, if you like our content, please share it so we can get it out to more people. So let's get back to the content. So... When it comes to photography, it's more than just capturing the pictures of a house. Absolutely. It's telling a story. Yeah. And me being a former you know, photojournalist, I love the story aspect of it. Yeah. Um, tell me a story about a home that just left you like, 
I love this. Like it, it was like I have to live here, no money, you know, not worrying about that. Yeah. Okay. So I did one. Um, it was out off Lafayette Road. Um, I can't remember the exact address, but um, just a, it was just a gorgeous home, and I, I had trouble finding it. I remember I had to call the realtor because. Um, found the mailbox, but there was like three streets going three different directions, wasn't sure where I was, had to call him and be like, he said, take the gravel road all the way as far back and you'll run dead into the house. So this house was kind of way off on its own in the middle of this just great wooded area, not super isolated because you could still kind of hear traffic on Lafayette, but um, just very private. Um, had these beautiful wood beams all through the kitchen, high ceilings in the living room. Um, one of those fireplaces that you can see from the kitchen and the living room, but it oh, still nice. felt felt very open. It was just very private, felt very luxurious, just and it was just a gorgeous, gorgeous home to photograph. So that's always fun. Yeah. So one of the ones that I had a chance to get done before I knew you guys mm -hmm. um, was a high-end luxury home in Carmel. Okay. And what part of Carmel? Uh, is on the Monon and. Oh, okay. uh, Monon and Main Street, those, oh, okay. those fancy yeah. big uh -huh. ones right there by Anthony's Chop House. Yes, yep. Um, I felt like it was a magazine shoot. Yeah. Um, when it comes to staging, mm -hmm. how does that impact the photography? Uh, staging is huge. Uh, I love when I walk into a home that's well staged, either um, by professional stagers or I've seen some homeowners that just do a really great job, just kind of have an eye for it and don't. You know haven't moved out yet so they don't get the professionals in there with the, the fake bed and, yeah. and all that stuff to make it work but it makes my job a lot easier I think it makes the pictures really stand out it just makes everything look clean and welcoming and that's what you want in, in a listing photograph is you know something welcoming and people are able to envision how their furniture might look in that space as opposed to an empty room or you know some couches that don't match or stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, perfect, That's I couldn't have said it better. Yeah. Um, what's one of the biggest challenges that you and the team there have faced when it comes to not just real estate photography, mm -hmm. but just as a photographer growing the business and getting to where you're at? Yeah, so I'm gonna answer that in two parts. So the hardest part of actually kind of doing the photography, going out to houses and, and shooting is people not being ready, but it often comes in unexpected ways where they still have a cleaning crew there or they're touching up paint or, you know, they just mopped the floors so we need to wait 15, 20 minutes because they're wet, stuff like that. Um, and at the end of the day, I get why those things are important and why everybody feels that they need to be done, but the, the biggest thing with photography is decluttering. Just getting stuff off the counters. If you've got clear shower doors, take take shampoo bottles and hide them. You don't want to see that stuff. But everybody worries about the little dust and debris. And photos are really forgiving. That stuff really doesn't show up. Um, it's it's getting the big items out of the way and just making the space look uh, decluttered. That I think people need to focus on more. Um, as far as growing the business and the challenges with that has been a lot of our time has been spent editing um, which has been challenging so randy and i have had to work to really kind of find a balance of you know we, our turnaround time is 24 hours guaranteed 
and we work we work very hard to make sure that we always hit that because I know that real estate's a fast moving business. So you know, if, if I go out and shoot, I can shoot four or five houses in a day, depending on the day, and you know that's what forty to eighty times four mm -hmm. pictures to edit when I get when I get home in the evening. So we've had to figure out how to walk that line and kind of get it done while still having time for ourselves and our families and mm -hmm. and you know just being a person who's not constantly <laughs> behind my computer desk editing exactly so I, I think we've struck a good balance I'm really happy with what we've kind of figured out as far as that goes and yeah right now I think we're rocking and rolling awesome Let's spill my water here <laughs> okay so this is one that Well, we actually hit a lot of on that. Let's see here. As the real estate market continues to evolve and advances with technology, such as virtual tours, okay. the uh, the Matterports, yep. things like that, is there anything that you guys have seen from a technology standpoint mm -hmm. that you could say is the next up and coming thing? Is there any AI? <laughs> uh, I'm, yes, well, I mean, there's definitely some AI Photoshop, <coughs> excuse me. Um, tools that are coming out and I've, I've kind of played around with them just to see what they could do. As of now, I, I think they're not that great. Um, they, they struggle a lot. Every once in a while I've seen it hit the nail almost on the head or do kind of what I ask it to, but so far in my free time when I've sat there and played around with it, it just hasn't, it hasn't looked real, it hasn't done <laughs> anything that I ask it to. So I, I do think that technology's coming and I think it could be very useful but but right now it's just it's not it's not there yet I always have to ask that question because I'm an AI junkie really I absolutely love it yeah um, and I'm always looking to get other people's advice sure. on you know what their thoughts are yeah. on where it's at yeah no Photoshop just came out with a new um, generative AI it's, it's in the beta program right now but it's been a hot topic in the real estate photography groups that I you know follow and just kind of um, you know, keep my eyes on. Okay, we'll and put a pin in that one and yeah. come back to it maybe next year. And yeah, see, see yeah, we can at. talk about that again and see where it's at. Right now, it's just leading to a lot of comedy people uh, showing <laughs> how not great it's doing and what they what they want it to. Right. That, that's good content too. Yeah, what we have seen though lately is a lot of um, we've had a huge uptick in virtual staging for people that don't want to bring in a stager and stage the whole house or just want the living room, the, the master bedroom, stuff like that. Stage, we've, we've had an influx of, of those kind of requests lately and that's totally doable. That's not AI. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that's still humanly done. And I, and I think it does. Um, I think it helps, you know, pump your listing photos up a little bit as opposed to an empty room. Got it. Anything else that you would want to add about photography in general to just let the public know about what it takes to do your guys' job? Uh, just that, you know, I, I myself bought a home last August, my first house, and looking for that house in my profession was very stressful because I can tell who's using a professional photographer, who's not, and it, it was difficult to gauge some of these houses where I could tell that it wasn't a professional photographer, it's somebody with an iPhone. You know, some of the pictures are vertical, some of them are horizontal. It, it makes it very, um, it just makes it very tough to get a sense of a home, um, you know, when, when you don't have professional pictures. So I just, you know, I'm obviously I'm biased, but I, I do highly recommend that everybody use a professional photographer when they sell their home. 
Perfect. So that leads me right into asking you, where can people find you? Uh, people can find us at propertyexpressionsofindy.com. Uh, if you just Google Property Expressions Indy, I think we're the first one that pops up on Google. We're also on Facebook. We're on Instagram as Property Expressions Indy. So you can reach out to us on, on any of those platforms. Okay. Is there a phone number that you guys have? Uh, I don't know if you want to share a phone number. number. <laughs> no, I, I can throw out. I can call mine and the office phone. Okay. Uh, our office number is 317-815-9497. And if you want to get a hold of me directly, I am 317-619-3962. Awesome. Well, Jordan, thank you for taking the time out of a, sounds like a very busy schedule and coming in to join us here on Never Outworked. And I can't wait to see some more houses from you guys. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Hey, everybody. This is Thano, your host here at Never Outworked. Just want to say thanks again to Jordan for stopping by and chatting about how they've grown property expressions from uh, from zero to 100 already. Seems like they're doing great. Um, unfortunately for Randy, that sucks that he had that accident, but we will get him in here to uh, to dive into the inspection side of things and what it takes to be ready to buy that new home. So if you haven't subscribed, click that button and we will see you next time. Thanks again and never be outworked.